Boom. Peter, how you doing, bruv? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a little while since um, we've caught up. Um, so I just want to get straight into it, bruv. Uh, there's only really one place to start, I think, because it's been a while since we've caught up. Um, I want to start with Michael Chandler against Dan Hooker, and then we'll come on to the main event of that card um, as well, Wait. Peter. No problem. What did you think of Michael Chandler? Yeah, wicked. Like I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be like that. Like cl- the closer it got to like fight weekend, I was like, he's like something might happen here, and he might be like the dark horse of the division. It's only because I saw, I like I've, I listened to him on Rogan, and I watched quite a few of his fights as well. Um, and everyone just sort of thinks anyone that comes over from another organization doesn't have the same sort of pedigree and it's like yeah. I don't, it doesn't work it doesn't work like that um and just but I, I thought I thought Hooker would do more I was I was thinking maybe like maybe at least like two or three rounds just like so Hooker's usually good at like feeling people out and then sort of I don't know he just didn't look it, it almost looked like he looked I don't want to say he looked scared but like didn't know Nervous. what didn't know what to do yeah like with this guy sort of stalking him down mm. um and yeah just yeah, unbelievable. Just <laughs> even even I think at the moment, out of the whole lightweight division, even though like after what like Poirier done, I, I still think like Chandler is probably the one that no one wants to fight right now. I completely agree with you. Um, it was annoying me a little bit. The, the war. The first thing I'd say before I get into that is people were just banging on about how much of a wrestler he was. Oh, he's a wrestler. He's a wrestler. He could uh, mate knocked him out with a big left hand. And it was just like, oh, look, mate. this is, this is what you've been sleeping on. Um, I, I mentioned it annoyed me a little bit. I wanted to get your thoughts on, on how you felt about people saying, um, Oh, you can't just like, he's just new in the UFC and he needs to do a little bit more before a title shot. And Poirier was saying that he needs to do more and he's just come fresh into the division, all this kind of stuff. Like, what, what do you think about that? Same thing again, probably. No one, Poirier's probably saying that because he doesn't. If he'd have struggled and like Hooker had busted him up and stuff like that, and and then he pulled out a victory by like just wrestling him, maybe people would be a bit more like, oh yeah, look, we told you he ain't all that. Like Hooker busted yeah. him up, but he's all he is is a wrestler. But it just seems like no one, it's just a weird excuse, really, because it's like. He's a champion in another organisation. Yeah. So what do you, you mean? Just, you've just beat McGregor. And it's like, you pretty much like Poirier can sort of call the shots at the moment. I reckon he's probably like top of the heap. So he's like, to cut to come out and say like, but he's only said it about one guy. Do you know what I mean? He's not, he's not said it about anyone else. Like, I'm not fighting that person. Like, all he said is, no, I'm not fighting Chandler. Like, he needs to prove himself. It's like, <laughs> he just did. It's like, and even what, it's funny because what Chandler's saying, he's like that guy that you just went five rounds with and busted you up as well. I just knocked him out with like one punch. So it's yeah, like, exactly. it's just, it's almost like he's sort of proving a point there. But I, I, to be honest, I think it's just everyone in that division. No one wants to fight him really. I and agree. They're, just, they're just using that as like, nah, he needs to have a few more fights, but no one wants to fight him anyway. So yeah, 100%. So. I, I, I think he's going to, he's the, without Khabib, um and uh with you know connor uh maybe you know flitting a little bit on the outskirts poor is obviously looking mm. good i do feel like chandler is is the future of that division he said recently in an interview with errol hawani that he had a fight lined up with a big lightweight um top five he said uh, and then mm. he said that 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 person pulled out pulled out of the fight did you see that and did you do you have any inkling of who it might be who, who was that what before hooker or 
Chandler said that after hooker, he was uh, meant to oh, fight um, on this card that's coming up on the weekend, I believe. Oh, right. What, not with someone that's on it or someone else pulled out? Someone else pulled out. So he basically said uh, he, he, after he knocked out Dan Hooker, he got a call from Dana Wyatt um, or mm. Shelby, one of the two, saying this, this fight's on the table. Do you want it? Chandler agreed. This is just Chandler's words, by the way. He agreed to yeah. it, said, yes, I'm ready to go. Um, and then the other person basically basically pulled out. So Eru Hawani was like, okay, well, who was it? Was it Gaethje? Was it Oliveira? Who was it? And he just didn't, he didn't sort of say. Um, but he did. Got, he, yeah. Yeah, no, so I was going to what all I did here was that obviously they'd offered, um, they'd offered Oliveira like either Hooker or Chandler at that, at that Abu Dhabi event. Right, and like, cause obviously, obviously, Hooker was taking the piss out of him, saying because he said he couldn't make weight, and he said to Dana, he's like, "Come on, like I've got fucking golden brooms bigger than that or something like that." So he's maybe it was maybe it was Oliveira again because he's come out, his camp have come out and said we don't want nothing but like a title shot. So it's mm-hmm. everyone's just trying to call the shots in that division. It's weird. It's like no one wants to just put their hands up and say, "I'll fight whoever." It's almost like the only people that are doing that is Chandler. And that's probably it at the moment. He's the only one who's like, I'll fight anyone. Whereas everyone else is like, no, I'm not fighting him. I want to fight him. It's just, I don't know. It's weird. I would like to see, I think that is the fight to make. I would like to see Gaethje against Chandler. Okay. And then and then probably Poiret against Oliveira for the title. And then I think that sort of sets it up a little bit then. Okay. So you are saying for the lightweight division now, Dustin against Charles, the winner of that is the actual champion, no interim shit. He's the champ. Yeah. And then the winner yeah. of uh, Chandler uh, and who did you say? Gaethje. Yeah. Would then go for the title shot. I can't argue with that, bruv. That makes sense to me. Um, that does make sense to me. There's a bit of a live wire wild card in there. And we'll just come on to the main event of this card now, Peter. Um, I'd like to play a game with you called, uh, oh. win, uh, it's called win or lose. You want to play? Fuck's sake. <laughs> Why fucking hell? Why not? <laughs> so all I'm going to do is I am going to name a fighter that yep. Conor McGregor could potentially fight. And I would like to know, in your honest opinion, if Conor <sighs> wins or loses that fight. Ready? All right. All right. Conor versus Justin Gaethje. What, can he win or do I think will he win? What do you think? I think he's... He it's needs to win or lose, by the way, not I think it's called it's called win or lose. Oh, am I not allowed to explain? No, come on, you just oh, right. tell me. Oh, win, he could win that easy. <laughs> okay, uh, Connor against uh Chandler. That one's more difficult, I think. Um, at the moment, I'd be a bit on the fence with that. I'd probably I'd be more worried, I'd shit myself if that happened. I'd probably say lose. Okay, okay, Connor but, Charles. But, <laughs> at the moment lose okay at the moment <laughs> need a bit more well, we don't, we, we know, yeah we don't know what he's going to be like in his next fight we don't, like, that's what I want to see so okay. go on keep going All right. well the only other person I wanted to talk about was Dustin really uh, win uh, win <laughs> he's got his fucking number now all he has to do <laughs> setting up the trilogy fight setting up the trilogy that's fight good. Oh, where to start? Okay, give me your thoughts on the fight. Um, obviously, I, I, I caught the highlights of it. Um, 
And, uh, you know, it was, you know, quite surprising to me. I, I thought Connor would maybe get the better of Dustin. I suppose that's what everyone thought. A lot of people thought, should I say, um, kind yeah. of really underestimating Dustin. Uh, there was thoughts of ring rust. Uh, Connor's never been stopped like that. Um, I don't want to say he was dominated, but he was busted up and stopped. Um, yeah. Give me your thoughts on the fight, Pete. Um, and yeah, what, what, you, what you thought and what you think now and where you think Connor fits into this division. Uh. I wasn't expecting that at all. I was I was expecting more of a a stand up war, but even I didn't. A lot, a lot of people have come out and said like, "How can you not prepare for leg kicks and this new leg kick that everyone's throwing?" But I, well, like, I swear to God, I, when he started throwing it and it was landing, I was like, "Oh no!" I was like, "I was like straight away the first two or three, because kind of weren't checking them to start with, and then he tried. He said he tried." checking him but he was keeping his foot flat on the floor and just trying to turn his leg out mm. but I think it was too late by that point his leg was already chewed up and I was I sort of noticed it a bit in the first round and then when he stood up in his corner I was like okay he doesn't he, he said after that he didn't he said he didn't need his stall because he felt he felt good like cardio wise and that's one of the first times he's felt that and he was like I felt all right listen to him speaking fine in his corner maybe he was trying to hide it a little bit then but then when it happened again in the second round, you could just tell as soon as he started limping, I was like, oh, he's, he weren't putting the weight on it. I was like, fuck, like, there's no way he's going to be able to switch stances and all that sort of stuff. So I was like, I didn't even see it coming. That's why I was like, it was such a fucking clever move. Mm. Um, and just, yeah, even even after, because like first, first round, I know it doesn't matter now, but first round, I thought he won. I thought he got to the cage quickly, got up, spun him round. I thought he landed the biggest shots in the first round. There was like one big left hand and then there was that sort of like right sort of like uppercut that caught Dustin. Mm. And I don't know which one it was, but Dustin obviously said there was one in there that jarred him a little bit. But he said he kind of didn't go after him and he said his eyes were a bit gone and he didn't, he wasn't like dazed, but like he said, if he had followed it up, he might have caused him some trouble, but he didn't for some reason. Mm. Um so yeah, but then once the leg was done, it was like you could just tell as soon as he, as soon as he kicks him again, that last one, and he sort of they changed position on the cage, and Connor was up against the cage just trying to dodge. It was just like there's nothing he could do. So it was, um, I don't know. I, I it's hard though because it's like I think a lot of people are going to use that now, and it's like how much between now and his next fight, let's say he fights in the summer, how much can he do? with defending that sort of kick, like when he hasn't really been doing it, like in his camp. I think he I think he just set up too much for boxing. He even said that. He said he was he chose Dustin because he wanted to get ready for fucking Pacquiao. So he yeah. chose a Southpaw. Um and you could tell like you could tell the way that he come in, he was like hunched over like in that boxing stance rather than bouncing in and out like glove like fighting the hands and he stuff has like the, he, the wide low hands karate stance, but he was yeah. he looked a bit different this time, yeah. Yeah, like even that might have helped getting out of the way a bit better, but maybe he did just go in there thinking, let's just trade punches and see what happens. But obviously, he made a fucking big mistake there. So, yeah, that's why I'm interested to see what he does next. Like, hopefully, he goes back to more of his like movement. And I think that's when he was at his best when he had that guy with him that everyone was sort of taking the piss out of that Ido Portal guy. Yeah. Like saying, like, what's he doing? Like, balancing on beams and shit like doing stuff on the beach and it's like well that was when he was at his best and he was fucking or well, nate said he was playing touch butt in the park with that's his... it that stuff <laughs> yeah yeah tail. that's that sort of shit but like 
it didn't did I don't know whether you did you watch the whole thing like them coming into the cage and everything no see it was it was almost like he was just happy to be there like smiling and saying thank you to the crowd and stuff rather than that killer instinct of like I've got to go in there and fucking put on a like I've got to kill this guy like there was no like you know like when he does the thing in the corner like Anderson Silva like squatting down and then comes crawling out like a monkey there was not there was none of that shit it was just hands up walk forward and I think he just weren't ready for it I don't, I don't know like yeah, it's um, it was an interesting one. Like it, it, the 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 most important fight to me in Connor's career now is is his next move. Like, what does he yeah. do? And the result of that is re- going to be really interesting to see. Now, <clears throat> I'm there's two ways of looking at it, and then there's obviously right in the middle, which I am. So the far um, kind of lot worst case scenarios to be like, right, that's Connor's legacy done. He is absolutely done now. He's a millionaire. He doesn't need to fight for money anymore. He hasn't got that same hunger. Um, and you know, he's, um, he, he's basically done and he's just going to tarnish his legacy. If he carries on, and he's out of the fight game. There's the far other side where they're like, right, that was a little a, a tune-up fight. It's warm up, and Connor's still one of the lightweight contenders, and he's still you know going for the title. He's got Dustin's number now. If they fight again, and all this kind of stuff, I think I'm in the middle. I do feel like if he loses his next fight, depending on who it's against, um, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know what. I, I honestly don't know what's next for him, bro. Like he. No. he <sighs> he's he's needs to still needs to be considered like one of the greats first two division champion and um you know and i know you are obviously a a fan of his but just speaking from kind of a a neutral standpoint if he wants to be considered as one of the greats i feel like he's got he's got to come out in his next fight and just go mad bruv i don't know what you think but i just feel like he needs to choose his next opponent wisely he needs to fucking Mm -hmm. give up with the boxing shit and stop going on about all this shit about he wants a boxing world championship like mate yeah, you, yeah. what are you doing to your to your MMA legacy? Like, you're Conor McGregor. Yeah. You know, it was all good. He was on the mic and he used to be the draw and all that stuff, but he was fucking battering people. That's why it was, yeah. that's why it was good. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, it's important for him. And I know you're obviously a big fan of him. I'm sure you want to see him win next, but I think it's going to be difficult for him, bruv. Mm, that's, the, that's the only thing, isn't it? It's not like there's someone they can, unless, unless well, it's up to him, isn't it? I think he's he's the sort of person that can say, Oh, let, let me fight this person. Let me just go. And I think the UFC never does this. And even Tyson Fury come out and said, like, it's mad that in the UFC you can't just he, he can't just go now. Oh, let me fight someone like who's like ranked twentieth just to just to have a because yeah, no. one that's because people are going to watch it just out of curiosity, but it's not going to be like him versus Gaethje or something like that. Um, but I think he could. He could potentially, but if, especially if other fights are lined up, that's what he might do. He might wait and be like, right, let's see the, the UFC sort out the top five or six. So I can't fight one of them guys and then be like, okay, let's, let's have a look at six or seven or eight. I'll fight maybe one of them. Pick a striker. <laughs> if I was him, I'd pick a striker who's a orthodox because they, they showed the stats of him against Southpaws and it's not very good. Right. Um, even though he's probably not even fought like a lot. Um but yeah, he's obviously better against right-handed fighters. You got to watch out for fucking like someone like Gaethje. Obviously, he's got like the best leg kicks in the division, so that's something you got. But then he's right. But then he's right-handed, so it might not affect him that much. Um, 
So he'd obviously be throwing it to the inside of his right leg rather than the outside. So maybe, I don't know, but maybe he'd still chew it up. But like, yeah, I don't, either that or who did I, who did I think? Because obviously the trilogy with Nate would be wicked, but he's not. I love really, that. He's, he's, have you seen? That's what I was just having a quick look at before we jumped on here. Fucking, he's already, <laughs> he's already jumped on Ariel Hawani's thing, jumped into the comments. Because obviously Nate's sitting there talking about like, oh, this is bullshit. I'll fight at 170. I'm not going down to 155 now. That division shit and all this bollocks. And yeah, fucking, I saw that. <laughs> did you see what Connor said under? No, what did he say? He just said something like, oh, look who it is. It's a tough guy in a fucking a gamer's car chair or something like that. <laughs> like he looks like he's in one of them movable like, yeah, you know, play like <laughs> Xbox on or whatever, and he's like. And then he read underneath like vroom vroom like ha 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 or something like that. So he's already fucking trying to get under his skin. He posted up something the other day saying like no more Mr. Nice Guy. Um, and then I saw a photo of him today actually probably at his place in I think he's still in Dubai. And he's on he's like back on the bike like doing his fitness thing and that. So he's his leg must be all right by now. So it's oh yeah. I reckon he needs he needs to pick someone that he doesn't like. That's why that's why. I'd, fancy his chances more against someone like Gaethje or Diaz rather than fighting like a neutral that he has no history with because like Gaethje he's got history with and the manager and stuff they don't like each other um, he needs someone that he doesn't fucking like and he can get in there and get back on the mic again and piss him off and I don't I didn't like all that sh- I liked it I did like all the stuff with Dustin and obviously they've done it for charity Connor pretty much made that fight, didn't he? Like he was the one who said, "Like let's do it for charity." So yeah. it wasn't like it wasn't like he was cherry picking some like Diego Sanchez or something. It was no, no, fighting someone who's on a fucking apart from Khabib, he was on some mad fucking run, knocking people out and stuff. Um, and yeah, just I think he needs. To, I didn't really like the way that he got in the cage and was like it almost like he looked, I've never seen him. It almost looked like he looked a bit overwhelmed and like too grateful for the opportunity. He's like, oh, I'm here again. I'm so happy, like bowing to the crowd and stuff. It's like, mate, you need to, <laughs> you need to, <laughs> you need to fucking, yeah, focus on that guy over there. Um, <laughs> what, what did you think about um, Connor against Tony Ferguson? Well, how, I did how say that. I did say that to someone as well, but then someone was like, Ferguson's kicks are worse than Poirot's. But I don't think his striking's as good. Especially in the last couple of fights, he looked fucking far away from what he used to be. But mm. um, yeah, so it was almost like in the Oliveira fight, even though the f- takedowns were threatening, his stand up didn't look like non existent. I don't even know if he landed anything on Oliveira. Um, and I think Connor would have him probably with, with the striking. But you've still got to worry about if he does, if he could get him to the ground and stuff. I don't know. He done, I thought he'd done well to fucking get up, like, and. Like literally straight away, there must have been the game plan. Scoot over to the cage, get up, and just like that's what he said, didn't he? He said he should have gone to the clinch more when his legs started hurting. Yeah, he should have just fucking clinched him up against the cage and like sort of seen what, what could happen there. But it's fucking five rounds, isn't it? It's like <laughs> your legs fucked in the first round. So I'm, I'm, in, I'm interested to see what they say. I've not heard nothing yet, but. Well, look, just looking at the rankings. So, if we go f- from the top ten, so Big Paul Felder's at number ten. We've got Benil Dariush, who we'll come on to it just in a second. We've got Dan Hooker, and then we've got Rafael D- Dos Anjos at number seven, and then Connor's number six, and then the five fighters above Connor: Tony, Michael Chandler, uh, Oliveira, Gaethje, and Poirier. For me, looking at that, 
Connor beats none of them above him. So I, don't, I think Connor loses to Ferguson, Chandler, Oliveira, Gaethje, and Poirier. Um, and l- just looking at purely the numbers, what would be a good fight for him and a kind of make or break for him would be Connor against RDA. It's a fight where the true kind of the two true champs of the division who never lost the title. Um, and I feel like that would be a good fight to make for Connor as well. Um, but RDA's leg kicks again are just fucking horrible. Not, you not know. Hooker, no? Connor against Hooker doesn't make much sense to me. Um, I think Hooker's maybe not um, a, a big of a draw. I think RDA will have, you know, all of kind of Brazil behind him. He is a big name. He's a bit bigger than Dan Hooker. He's got a bit more skin in the game. Um, mm. But bruv, I even think that's a hard fight for Connor. I'm really yeah. interested now yeah, to tough. see his next move. I'm really interested to see what happens. Um, and even division wise, like if he wants to fight Nate, Nate's not going to come down to lightweight. So that's obviously going to, you know, he, he's going to want Connor to go up, mm. but man, I just, it's going to be tough now for Connor. We'll come off Connor now. Um, all this kind of time we've been speaking about the fight. We haven't, uh, we obviously, we have mentioned it, but we haven't spoke about it in detail. Mate, how good did Poirier look? Fucking just great. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, he's fucking look look big as well, isn't it? Like massive, mm. like just the power in his shots and stuff. And obviously to take it, they these coach. Well, I think Mike Brown said now he's at lightweight. Obviously, when Connor knocked him out, it was at featherweight, and they were both probably depleting their bodies. But like, you look at him at featherweight, and he's just looked like a fucking little kid. And it's like now he's just this fucking monster. Like his shoulders, his arms, it's just like, and he can take the shot now as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's just. I think it is. I think he's just. He's obviously, and it, but it's not when he, when the fight was first announced. I was a bit like, oh really? I was like, that's already happened. That's a bit of a shame. But the closer he got to the fight, and I looked, I kept thinking about like who he's fought over the years, and obviously I've watched pretty much all of them, and it's like he's cleaned through these people. Like he's like he knocked Gaethje out, fucking like the Hooker fight. He just stayed in there. That was like and just. Uh, there was the Holloway fight, obviously out box Holloway. It was just like he's just yeah, he's just fucking smashed through these people, and it's just like that's I think that he's showed as well. Yeah, that, and that, and that obviously showed as well. Just he's been in there all that time, whereas Connor's been like what they say he's been in the cage for like forty seconds or something in that Mad. like like in some sort of time frame. What they were talking about between a certain fight, but yeah, it's just fucking. It, it's, it's weird you saying that though because it's like you look at all them people and you say like Connor struggles against all of them mm. but then what if he would have had to fight he would have had to have fought him anyway win, lose or draw even if he had beat Dustin he's still got to fight all those guys he can't be like I don't know maybe maybe the pressure's taken off a little bit because he's not at the top of the heap now and it's not like I don't know maybe he can just be like let me just see what happens get back to full fitness and just like pick a fight and just see what happens. Like, cause he's, he, he ain't got nothing to prove. Do you know what I mean? It's just, I'm just sort of hoping they, I'm just sort of hoping they sort out the fucking belt situation. Cause I think I was a bit, I was a bit gutted for Dustin as well. And now obviously he wants the title shot, but mm. I'm a bit surprised they haven't announced nothing yet. They must've spoke to him and Olivier and tried to be sorting saying out. I think that needs to be sorted out first and then they can go from there. But that's that's the fight that that, that that needs to happen, in my opinion. I feel like there's people, the the, the people who are in the title picture to me are um, Oliveira, 
Uh, obviously, Poirier, Gaethje to me, just because, you know, Gaethje lost um, I, I, against Khabib. I still think he's in there. Um, and then obviously Chandler as well. So listen, we'll we'll come off the lightweight division now very quickly. Um, I just want to come on to the card on the weekend, Pete, over him against Volkov. Um, yep. We can just quickly scan through it. Uh, the, the first fights I had, I had... Uh, just my recording picked up Zalal versus Sung Woo Choi. I don't know if you caught anything before yeah. that one or what was the first no, one? No, I think that was, yeah, that was mine as well. Um, yeah, that was a really fun fight. A unanimous, unanimous decision win for Choi. Um, it was interesting to see a strike, someone who's mainly known for striking, uh, going for uh, going for takedowns. That's what Zalal seemed to be doing. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Choi just got the better of him. Uh, Molly McCann against Lara um, Procopio was a good fight as well. Uh, Molly really close to sinking an armbar there, but a pretty dominant performance from from Lara. And uh, the the next one was Jocelyn Edwards, the first Panamanian fighter who we spoke about recently. She was on the two cards back, straight yeah. back in there. Um, and yeah, it just looked re- that was really really good. Um, and Rosa looked really really dominant in that one. Um, Devonte Smith against Justin James. That was a catchweight one. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts on this one, Pete, because this was um, a, a really good first round. Justin landing, but Smith was throwing some heavy bonds, uh, some heavy bombs. Um, uh, there were some great reversals, great takedowns, but then they stopped the fight due to um, Justin's eye. What did you eye. think? Yeah, yeah. Look, as, as soon as they put him in the middle of the cage to raise their hands, and the camera zoomed in on his face, I was like, "Fucking hell!" So <laughs> you can under, you can understand. A hundred percent. He was obviously disappointed, but bruv, when you can't see, what can you fucking? No. Oh god, it was just horrendous. I think. Yeah, I think was it Smith? I think he was. He was getting a bit like sort of yeah. slowly getting into his groove and stuff like that. And it was. I think there was one little clip went there from James like in the first round. That's and it sort of staggered him a little bit. But that was all he really. I don't know. All he really was like offering. I think. But my, yeah, my favorite. My favorite part of the fight was when. Um, James threw a uh, no Smith threw a kick and Justin caught it and then as Justin caught it Smith just started throwing oh yeah just like him. <laughs> he did. it was almost like yeah it's almost like what because uh, I watched the Kevin Holland documentary the other day like um, about his little rise to where he is now and just <laughs> I think when he was fighting like um, even when he fought Thiago Santos mm-hmm. but he was throwing these weird like just ham- running at him throwing, <laughs> throwing like hammer fists <laughs> and shit but. Fuck it, why not? <laughs> They're in it. I thought, why not? There's, I think there's a lot of fighters that are just going to be doing this shit now. So, hammer, standing hammer fists, and yeah, it was just mad. So, um, that was the featured prelim. So, just coming on to the main card, uh, we had Danilo Marquez against Mike Rodriguez in the light heavyweight division. When I saw both of these fighters, I was like, right, someone's getting fucking banged out here. Um, Marquez was showing great control on the ground. Um, and um, on the second round, Marquez gets the choke and puts Mike to sleep. Great stoppage from your boy, Jason Herzog, Pete. Um, it, di- it didn't look like he was out, but he grabbed his arm and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Just coming on to a great stoppage and that kind of stuff. But I wanted to talk to you just very quickly about the Rogan podcast with Mark Smith. Mate, you really don't yeah, think um, about how much goes into being no. a referee. It opened my eyes a lot. Yeah, especially where I'd... I said to my mate at work, like the first, I think I told you as well, like in summer last year, I think that's the first time I'd seen him in the UFC or even like noticed. And I said to him, he was a bit too involved and he was like, looked a bit too serious and like, oh, like getting involved and he's like speaking a bit too much. We and both stuff. spoke about it, yeah. Yeah, but that was only for like one or two fights and then I've sort of forgotten about it since then. I think he's actually really good, but like you, you sort of realise how serious he takes it. 
and all the other shit he's done as well. You're like, what the fuck? Like, this guy's been like, he's done everything. Yeah, mad. All these flying colours, um, a fighter pilot and a commercial yeah. airline pilot. And really impressive. And then just looking at that now, it kind of, because they mentioned Herzog and Herb Dean and big John McCarthy and Moglia and all these people. It's like, it's just another aspect of the sport that's just so yeah, interesting to me now. Um, I'd love to find out more about Jason Herzog because he's, he's, he's one of the best rest for me, bro. I think he's he is, great. He's, he's getting there and he's just like, I think I think all of them, I've sort of even like Keith Peterson and stuff, we joke about him and fucking Tagliatelli and that. It's just like, <laughs> um. But you know, it's almost like now listening to that podcast, it's giving me a bit of, I'll cut them some more slack. Do you know what I mean? I won't be like, oh, that's a shit decision, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's a fucking hard job. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. And it's not like a football ref where you've got VAR and like the... the, 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 the fucking Mike Dean. Idiot. Sending off Suchek for a little fucking elbow. Like, yeah, it's nothing like that. These guys are, there's people, there's people uh, lives that are actually actually yeah. at stake. But no, it's a great stopping from Jason Herzog. Um, the next fight, bruv. Oh man, Pete, Benil Dariush. He is the dark horse of the lightweight division for me. He, he, he just looks so good um, in this fight. There was some great transition, great scrambles um, and, and a great back and forth. But Benil picks up the uh, picks up the win by split decision, which I thought was a bit weird. What did you think of this fight? Yeah, I thought it was, I thought uh, Ferre had done like really well. Like he's, uh, I think the last time I saw him, I was like, fucking hell, this guy's improved so much from like a grappler or just like a jujitsu guy. And it was, I think it was just the pressure of Darius was just like too much and just sort of, there was some good exchanges. They both caught each other. I think they both rocked each other, but it was just, it was a good little back and forth fight. Um, fight of the night on the cards. Yeah, was that, was it, was that two? Because I can't, I can't remember them fighting the first time. So Darius has got them both now. That's it, 2-0 and o against yeah. him, yeah. Yeah, like he's, he got he's pissed off, wasn't he, as well? He's like, afterwards, he's like, yeah, we should be getting top five guys. This is bullshit and all that. So it's... He's got a yeah. point. What do you think? Like, I'd like to see him against. I don't know if he's already fought Hooker. I'd think I'd like to see that. Um, but yeah, I think... let's play this. Fucking reverse the game to you. Yes or no, McGregor? What, beat you or not? Tough fight. Tough fight for Conor, mate. Is he south? He's south boy as well, isn't he? <laughs> he he's going after a right-handed. He doesn't want any of Darius. Um, no. no, I think I think Connor would probably uh, probably uh, beat Benil, but I don't know. I, I just don't know anymore. This sport is is the way it is. Relentless, relentless takedowns as well. That's the only problem. Isn't it? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and his cardio he just doesn't stop. Um, the next fight was a bit disappointing, Pete. Um, Alexandra Pantoja against uh, Manel against Manel Cup, um, a little flyweight fight. And normally flyweight fights are quite. I don't know. Um, you might have enjoyed it, but it was really fast paced. But Car- uh, there was just Carpe wasn't wasn't active enough for me, just not no. thrown enough, and well, you, you like, in the yeah, it was a bit, <laughs> it was a bit, it was a bit, it was a bit weird. What did you think of it? Yeah, I thought uh, Pantoja was like he was just he seemed more experienced. Was I think was it that Cup's first fight? I think in it was his UFC. first fight. Yeah, so he sort of that Pantoja said he knew how good he was, and he said he's he wanted to stand up with him and show he he could handle striking with this guy who's like quick and got a bit of a reputation outside the UFC and stuff, and just it was a bit annoying. Like he's just fucking yeah. the, the whole sort of you know like oh doing that sort of shit, yeah, showboating and, and shit. Yeah, yeah, like it's right. just like but then you ain't do it. That DC was like it's all well and good doing that, but then you got to do something. <laughs> you got to exactly. fucking follow it up. Yeah. So he sort of and he and he and then he was sort of shocked that he'd lost. It was like what like. 
Fucking hell. Yeah, it was a weird, it was a weird one. It was a weird one. Um, but Pantoja looked 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 really really good. Um, he wasn't mm. letting Carpe have any distance at all, so that was really really good. And then Pete, my favourite fight of the night. I mean, don't get me wrong, it wasn't fight of the night by any means, but it was just great to see two legends going at it. Uh, Clay Guida against Michael Johnson in the lightweight division. Um, yeah, it was just, you know, really fun to see two legends going at it. And not just two legends going at it, but it was a bit like the Condit and Matt Brown fight to me. It was two really, like, you know, accomplished fighters, but they both still look willing and both still look able to compete. What did you think? Yeah, I, was, I fucking loved uh, Guida in this fight. It was just... Yeah, relentless. It's, it's almost like he's getting, not getting better, like, because I think he used to be more like tenacious, but he's, he's it's almost like he's game plan now. He knows what to do. He said his coaches just said get him to the cage, drag him down, tire him out, and it was even his right hand as well. He kept showing what they call it, the Mendes right hand. So it's like yeah. duck it, ducking down and just winging. And I think he caught Johnson a few times. It was it was a wicked performance. And I think even he said now he's he knows he's not on the title run or nothing like that. He's just in there to have like a good fight. So. Yeah, so. yeah, it was a really interesting post-fight um, interview because he was like, um, uh, perhaps the UFC will give me, you know, like a little um, up-and-comer because, um, you know, yeah, I've, been in yeah. there against, um, I've been in there against legends. I've been in there against accomplished fighters now. So, you know, I'd like a little up-and-comer. It's been a while. And I was just thinking, what, one, that's a bit weird thing to say, but two, fair play. Like, he knows, I guess he yeah. knows where his skill set is. He's 39, Pete. What did you think of those comments? Well, yeah, but be careful. They fucking give him fucking fizzier or something like that. Gotta be careful, fucking. I don't, but even even in that division, there's some fun fights. It's um, this is uh, yeah, something I saw earlier. Fucking, I think uh, Cerrone and Sanchez are going at it, and they. So it's like, yeah, because obviously they used to train at Jackson's, I think. Um, and That'll I think Cerrone. Diego, I don't know if you agree. Oh yeah, under under oh. But which I wouldn't mind because I want to see Cowboy get back in the win win column. But yeah, I agree, um, yeah. But like, yeah, they've had some beef. I think when Cowboy left that camp, apparently Diego was saying some shit. So he was like, "If you <laughs> if you want to if you want a retirement fight against me and ride off into the sunset, I'll be happy to fucking send you on your way or something like that." Interesting, interesting. Oh, that makes me excited. I'd like to see that. I know. What's on um, Michael Johnson MP? I mean, a veteran of the game. Um, he was in the fight don't get me wrong but Clay just had too much for him with the wrestling you know I'm, we're tuning into a Michael Johnson fight obviously his hands looked alright yeah. what did you think? Yeah he's still got like fast hands but it's just I think any fight any striker against Clay Guida is going to have problems in it it's just one of them just relentless fucking I guess you can train all you want until you like you get in there that's what I mean it's mad even at his age just in the post post fight and he was just fucking Bouncing jumping up, up and down <laughs> <laughs> I was like fucking hell this guy's like cardio is just insane but um, 39 years old yeah it's a bit I think obviously it's a bit it's a bit shame I think Johnson's one of them fighters who was nearly there like nearly got to that sort of nearly got to the peak and then just sort of kept struggling against the top guys but yeah yeah that's him. you have to give up you have to give up um <laughs> <laughs> that's what I saw about it <laughs> bless him and then Pete the next fight was Corey Sandhagen against Frankie Edgar the fight was over in 28 seconds um, as Frankie and Corey were walking into the ring uh, into the cage I had a feeling that it was going to be well I had the wrong feeling because I kind of right kind of wrong because I thought Do you know what This is. I think this is going to be a long night for Frankie because um, Corey's a natural bantamweight Frankie's kind of new to the division 
I was just mm. looking at both of them and, you know, I've seen Corey previous and I just thought, I, I don't, I don't like Frankie's chances here. I think this is going to be a bit of a long night for him. And then fuck me, flying mm. knee knockout, Pete. What did you think of this one? It's just, it's, um, it's just all these new guys, isn't it? The way that they fight. you got Frankie, just a boxer and a wrestler, pretty much. Like, and just yeah. this, this, especially what the, what he done to um, Marlon Moraes as well. It was just like, he doesn't look. He doesn't look like much, but he's got. He's pretty much got every fucking tool going. I'm not sure about his rest. Uh, no, he got done by Al Jermaine, minute. He got mm-hmm. fucking dragged down. I guess so. It was. I guess that was. <laughs> that was Frankie's game plan, but he sort of ducked straight into that one. So, um, yeah, I feel a bit. Who's got? So that's coming up soon, and I think that's March. That's Al Jermaine against Pete Yen. Yeah. Um, or he's got to be next after sorry. that. I think. Yeah, I reckon he should wait, maybe. Mm. But then they're, t- they're talking about fucking Dillashaw and shit, so it's like... Um, Is he bringing he Stan up? It's, it must be soon for them to be talking about it, because I think Sandhagen's pretty much said, I don't want to fight him, blah, blah, blah. Like, I've earned my stripes, and he ain't been here for fucking however long. So, But they did. I think it was DC who was saying the biggest name out there, or one of the biggest names still out there in the bantamweight division that isn't set up with anyone is probably TJ. So sure. he could, but then it's, it's up to him. And it, if, if I was him, I'd wait. Like, but, but yeah, even that, that fight's interesting as well. I've, yeah. I've got, I've got a feeling, even though like Piotr Yen's like that good, I've got a feeling like Al Jermaine's going to, he's got, I think he's got maybe a lot more on the ground. So it'd be interesting yeah, it'd be interesting. to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very yeah. interesting. But listen, what this is basically one of the best knockouts I've ever seen. Um, yeah. And it was, it was really, it was bad for Frankie, man. He was re- like, he was yeah. out. It was good to see him stand at the end to get his hand raised, but f- mate, it was, it was, it was bad. It was bad. Um, yeah. You don't like to see that happen to, to anyone, let alone a legend like, like Frankie. So it was, it was a bad one, but so impressive mm. from Corey. And then Pete, the main event, which was really, really fun. Overeem against Volkov, both throwing shots. Um, Overeem just kept winging that big left hand. Volkov mm. using the good one too. But Volkov with a big, big finish. Great use of the jab. Finishing with a great combination with a straight right, left hook. Ah, it was just yeah. like uh, art, artwork. What did you think of this one? His, pa- his power is just different level at the moment, isn't it? Like, mm. Since he had that tattoo on his back. <laughs> it's fucking... <laughs> What's going on? fucked off, yeah. It wouldn't it? It wouldn't... His, even in his last fight, he come out, and I was looking at him, and I was like, "Oh, he look, I think it was. I think I was at Bruce's. I think he must have fought on the Khabib card in Abu Dhabi." Yeah. Um, yeah. And when he come out, I was like, "Oh, I don't know. He looks a bit, a little bit too eager. Like he's mean mugging and that, which I've never seen him really do before." Right. And then, and then you sort you sort of see why he's like, "Fuck, I can't remember he beat that night." But um, yeah, fucking hell, he just he's just got different. It's almost like something something switched inside of him, and it's. I don't know. It's just he's definitely definitely a contender now. Definitely a contender. It's just looking at um, he beat Walt Harris um, before he um, at, yeah it. at UFC two five four. He, he lost to Curtis Blaze before that. Beat Greg Hardy. He's lost to Derek Lewis. If we're looking at the fighters that are ahead of him in that division now, because he's ranked number five, we've got Derek Lewis, Rosen Strike, Curtis Blades, and Garnu, and then obviously Stipe as the champ. So it's interesting to see what. What happens? Mm. Big Cyril Garn in there still at number seven. That that division is opening up. Um, is it Stipe and Garnu? That's coming up, right? Yeah, that's March twenty seventh, I think. Okay. And then it's I think you got Cyril Gain against Rosenstrike as well. Oh fuck here! Now that's going to be exciting. That's fireworks. And oh, and 
Has that happened yet? Derek Lewis versus Blades, or is that next week? That might be next weekend. Maybe. I don't think that's happened yet. Um, I don't no. think that's happened yet. No. Or maybe it didn't. Maybe it didn't happen. Maybe it got pulled from the car. I can't remember. That'd be really cool. That'd be a fun fight to see. But um, Blades is on a bit of a run, you know, coming off four wins. Justin Willis, mm. um, Abdurakimov, Junior DeSantos, and then obviously Volkov. He's, he's hasn't fought since last June, but yeah, he's coming off a, a long run there. Um, yeah. Peter, we've been uh, discussing this for a long time. Just to finish off, then. Big fucking card coming up this weekend. We've got um, Kamara Usman taking on Gilbert Burns. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on that in just a moment, but we've got Kevin Gastelum fighting against Ian Heinch, Mackie Patolo straight in there, and a really, really exciting one, Jim Miller against Bobby Green. Uh, that's yeah. that's going to be fun. Um, just starting with Kamara Usman against Gilbert Burns, Pete. I know you're excited for this one. What do you think? Um my, everything's telling me Usman's going to pull it out of the bag. I don't see, I don't see any reason why he would have let anything lapse or sort of like he just seems like. <laughs> I think Rogan says he's just got like the, he's like he's just got an iron will. Like he's yeah. he's probably got like the he's like one of the toughest mental guys in the division or like in the UFC. Yeah, in the whole in the whole organization. Yeah. yeah, and he's just getting better and better. He's obviously a grappler, but now he's obviously you can see what he done to fucking Colby Covington. Um, but it's you never know. You always hear these things. It's like, oh, he gets the better of Usman, or he used to get the better of him in training and stuff. Yeah. But then that doesn't always work out. Um, yeah, so it's, I'm, I'm interested. I think it'd be, I think it'd be a nice. It'd be like nice to watch. I think because obviously they both know each other, respect each other, um, but they're both on a tear, and it's yeah. fucking. Yeah, it's just it's just one of them. I think might like may may like may the best man win. It's just going to be fucking fun to watch. Yeah, definitely no dog in the fight for me. I'm just want to see a great fight. I'm no. really, really excited by it as well. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to Jim Miller against Bobby Green as well in the lightweight division. That that'll be um a little a little dark horse for the evening. Um, yeah. and then on the prelims, uh, let's have a look. Diego Lima is that Douglas's brother? I believe so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's fighting Bilal Mohammed, so that'll be fun. There's some early prelims as well. Ricky Simone mm. against Brian yeah. Boom Kelleher, Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one. That's who I got mixed up with, Jaden James. Justin <laughs> James. Kelleher. Yeah, they look. At, they, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah they do. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be a good fight. He's the one. Um, the reason why that's it's just fun to see because we do this pod and obviously we talk about it quite a bit. Uh, after Ricky Simone's last fight, he, he called out Brian Kelleher and we spoke about it on the pod and said, Oh, he, he called out Brian Bowman. We were both like, I'd like mm. to see that, and here it is. So that's yeah, that's really exciting. Um, is this another late one? Let's have a look. Um, yeah, the main card, yeah. uh, starting at 3 a.m., so uh, probably be another Sunday morning jobby, but. Pete, mm. any other wicked whispers, mate? Any other thing you've been looking at? We mentioned Nate, who I wanted to talk about. I think Nate's um, going to insert himself into the world weight division now. It's interesting to see what happens mm. there. Anything else on your mind? Uh, I watched, actually, there's a, there's a new... Do you, do you ever watch Food Truck Diaries? I watch it sometimes. I know Mike Tyson yeah. was on it recently. Oh, was he? Yeah, no. Um, oh, what did I, I watched one the other day with Cody Garbrandt on it, and he's saying... I think he's back in training and stuff, and he's saying they're trying to get a fight with Aldo. So that'd be oh, a wow. fucking sick fight. Um, Very sick fight. What else did I see? Oh, fuck. Who was we just talking about? <laughs> fuck, it's gone now. Um, yeah, no, I don't know, really. Nothing's really... There, there are, there are, it's weird. Like You look on the cards at the moment online, and some of them are like... 
they've only got a main event, and then I think they're just slowly filling them up now with um with certain fights. But it's just that yeah. March one, and that that March card, March the sixth. I think that's the one that's just gonna. I'm gonna have to stay up for that one. That's fucking. That's the free title fights. Yeah, that's so. Just coming on to that card, we've got um, Izzy against Yan for the light heavyweight title, Nunes against Megan Anderson for the featherweight title, and then Petter Yan against Aljamain Sterling. We also have on that card Tiago Santos, um, the hammer against Alexander Rakic, and Song Yudong's fighting, um, Sean Brady's fighting Jake Matthews. Um, that mate, Kaikara France is fighting. That looks very, yeah. very exciting. That card, but just some of the main events that are coming up. Um, We've got, yeah, so Usman Burns this weekend. Uh, Blades against Lewis, uh, Peter, is the following weekend. So Feb 21st, right. uh, that's okay. Blades against Lewis. And then, yeah, you mentioned Royce and Strike against Garn. That's the next week, 28th. Then it's Izzy against Blackowicz. And then, Pete, something I'm looking forward to extremely is March the 14th, Leon Edwards against Hazmat Chimaev. That's really, really exciting. And then Miochik against Ngannou. Mate, it's just fucking, it's relentless you, at the moment. <laughs> have, you, have you listened to that podcast yet? Not yet. No, I'm finishing off no. the, the Fahim one. Have you listened to it? I've done, I've done the, I've finished the Ngano one. Yeah, this is English-like. Yeah, really good now. It's like it's, it's funny, he says certain things like in a, in a certain way, but it's pretty much like Rogan gives him like free reign. There's not a lot, there's not a lot really about fighting. It's like, he, he does talk a little bit about like sort of the Stipe first fight and stuff like that and his his early career but literally the whole fucking story is how he got from Cameroon to like Paris. I want to hear. It, mate, it's, it's fucking insane. It's almost like it's like it's like a Goggins one. It's like it's probably even more of a crazy story. Oh, it's a like crazy Goggins. one. Goggins was just yeah. a fat dude. He wasn't working in a fucking sand nah, nah. You know? Oh no, but no, but like obviously, obviously the doing the Navy SEALs three times and shit like that. You just like Jesus Christ and doing all the running. But this, I think this is just I want him. I I really like Stepe, but it's just, it'd just be the icing on the cake if he gets that title. It's just I think he's he's destined to get it after you listen to his story and it's like he can't, he can't be scared of anything and like nothing's going to get in his way. Like and he sort of he said he. I think he said after that first Stipe fight, he was standing there and he knew he'd lost. And he was like, he was like, this is good. This is good for me, man. Like he was just, he, he knew he had to change things up and like, it was a learning experience. And well, well yeah, after that, fucking, he went and fought Derek Lewis, worst fucking fight of all time. So nah, he, said, he, said he, he said, he said, he said he wasn't even there for that fight. He said he didn't, <laughs> he said he wasn't even in the ring. <laughs> well, it's someone that fucking looked like him. Um, no, yeah, yeah. Interesting. All right. I'm really, really excited, Pete. We'll let the listeners go uh, and we'll reconvene again <laughs> next week. <laughs> you love it when I say that, didn't you? Um, <laughs> we'll let them go. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, great stuff. Um, really, really excited to see this weekend. Um, I, I think it's going to be a really good fight between between Burns and Usman just because they're both so good on the ground. Um, and I'm On the fence. On the fence. Go on, now you pick. Uh, I think Usman was going to do it, but I do feel like Burns is the dark horse of that division, man, only because people see him as a jiu-jitsu player, but his striking, yeah, the, people sleep on it. That's the thing. How if it? Because in my head, Usman could, could like he knows how to grind out a five-rounder. Mm -hmm. But if it, does, if it does get to the point where it's his, his way of grinding it out is to keep taking him down, He's got to deal with that jujitsu on the floor, whereas like like Mas Masvidal, he didn't have to deal with it. Colby, he didn't have to deal with it. Even I didn't really go to the floor, but that's going to be interesting. I think if 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 um, if Burns has 
like just going to be throwing up submissions the whole time. But it's yeah, it's going to be fucking well. It's going to be interesting on the floor as well. It really is. I think you've got to be. You know, you. I, I back. I back, I'm backing the champ just because you know. It's yeah, yeah. Cool. It's the coward's way out. <laughs> but we'll he's, he's almost like one. He's almost to me. He's like he's almost one of the most. I know GSP was dom- dominant, but Usman is just a different sort of dominant. I think it's, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, really, really interesting. Pete, we'll reconvene again next week then, mate, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Maybe have a new World Weight Champion or we'll just see another dominant performance from Kamaru. I'm sure it's going to be fun. We'll catch up again next week, mate. Thank you very much. Great, mate. Bye-bye.